This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com There's a very interesting minhag that is, um, that is brought down in a few places. The first time I heard of this it was when Rabbi Ari Ben Shushan spoke by us and he said that he knows in a basement, in, in the minyan that his uh, family would pray in when he was growing up, Rabbi Lankri's minyan, there was a, one of the mitpalelim has a ring on his ear. And no, a, a ring, a, an earring on his ear, big earring on his ear. It was like funny, it's like, because he looked like a religious person with a kippah and everything. He never understood, it didn't look like he was just doing it because of style. So he asked his father and his father said, no, this person, they have a tradition from the time of the Heta Egel, from the sin of the golden calf, they didn't part- that family didn't participate. And in order to, to, to show that they didn't participate, this family wears, they wear a ring on their ear all the time. So this was uh, actually a fascinating minhag that I, I remember hearing about, but I never really saw a source to it. Last week, somebody sent me a whole uh, sheet of sources. His name was Rav, uh, his name was Rav Azulai. I don't, even, I don't know where he's, somewhere in Eretz Israel. And he sent me a wonderful, wonderful source sheet that brings, that brings different mikorot to this. And I wanted to share with you three different reasons why some people wear uh, wear, wear rings, and maybe if we have time, we'll see also different sigulot for people who lo alenu have things that happen to them. That sometimes these uh, re- these rings were nahug in Am Yisrael to save them, and maybe we'll even get to the red string that people wear. Why do people wear? Some people wear a red string. What's the mikor? So first of all, is one allowed to wear a, 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 a ring? You know, maybe it's called beged isha. So the Rambam writes in Perek Yud Bet Minchot Machalot Minchot Akum. That a person shouldn't wear clothing of a lady and, and, uh, and, and vice versa. And the Rambam says like this. Like he should wear things of gold where they don't wear them. That's what Maran is posek in Siman Kuf Pebet. So it seemed to be that something that both people wear, men and ladies, that's not part of the Isur of Lotil Bash, so then one would be allowed. So if it's the Minhag of men also to wear these earrings, it would be okay. So I'm just pointing out, because nowadays, for a man to wear an earring, since the Minhag is not to wear a, a man to wear an earring, yes, there are in, in uh, the secular culture it could be it's okay, but that doesn't define for us what's, uh, what's, what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. If they're going to start saying it's appropriate for men to wear women's clothing, we're not going to allow that either. So... So that that's going to be a question on its own whether that's considered derech. But since it's the derech for a person to wear um, uh, it, it, the, in those days, it was appropriate and it was it was it was a derech for men to wear uh, 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 that this ring. And we're going to see that it was quite it was quite uh, it, it was it was quite popular. Then that wasn't part of the isur. So the number one reason that it seems to be that people wore this ring because they had a tradition that they weren't chote and cheta egel. So in the Dad Zikinim Balatosfot, Parashat Shemot, Perek Lamed Bet, it's written in, by Parashat Kitisa, Vaye Esfu Elav Kol Bene Levi. So all the Bene Levi didn't sin in cheta egel. 
Right, Adam? All of Bnei Levi didn't sin in Chet Egel. But, Dad Zikini Balatosfot says, there were some tribes that maybe not all of, but not all of them sinned. Just by Bnei Levi, 100% didn't sin in Chet Egel. But it doesn't mean in other tribes everyone sinned. Some people did, some didn't. So it's very possible there was many, many families that they didn't sin in Chet Levi. So you're going to tell me according to this, why don't the Kohanim wear earrings nowadays? Why do Kohanim wear earrings nowadays? That's very simple because the Kohen is going to wear an earring. He's going to be he's going to be a balmum. He's not going to be able to serve in the Beit Hamikdash because he has a deficiency. Otherwise, he would have worn an earring. I also was told that uh, because I, I did see that in the Moroccan synagogue in New York, not all very many priests. Actually, I think it's the uh, the uncle of uh, the uncle of Joe Mizrahi. Okay. They used to be slaves that they were freed. They used to have wow, and they have a mark. Okay, I want to get that's that's that I never saw brought down. But I'll tell you, there's a shelotu chuvod vayan shemuel, Rabbi Shemuel Marcianu, dafreshe that says that he saw in a certain book that it's written vayit pariku that the women didn't want to take off their 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 rings. That's why they didn't sin in the cheta egel. However. So that's why they wear their rings. Women wear earrings till today to show that they didn't sin in Chet Egel. So maybe you want to tell this over to the non-Jewish market that that's the reason why women wear earrings. And he says, therefore, these this is the reason why there are some men that also wear earrings to show that they weren't in Chet Egel. So he writes it specifically. And also this is a source in Rabbi Yosef bin Naim, one of the great Rabbanim from the city of Fez, Niftan in the 60s, he writes in Sefer Noig Bechokma Erech Nezem, Minhag Yesh, Bemishpachot Sheminagam Litlot Gam Ha'anashim Zemen Nezem, Zahab Be'ozdem Ba'yimanit, in their right ear. And some, some not only that, they do that, they, they make a hole after they do the Brit Milat to their child, right away, they do an earring on his right ear. Yesh Ad, and some wait a little bit longer, and some say, and put, some put a very, um, Special, uh, a special, uh, uh, a gem, and it's written because of the pasuk vayit parukul amdis me'azahav, and their kabbalah is that they didn't take off their nezim zahav, so therefore they have that 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 sign on them. So it's unbelievable that that we have that we have this source. There is a Gilion Dorot. Uh, it actually, friends of mine published this uh, Gilion Mispar twelve, and it writes over there in page sixty-seven. That there is a Masoret that the family, Kakon family, the Kakon family is Rashetevot and they're originally from the, uh, from, from some Kfar in Tarudant, that their family is called Kado, Kahal Kadosh Venivchar. Kakon Kahal Kadosh Venivchar. And that's because it is accepted upon them, uh, that, that their tradition is that they would always have, um, that, that they would always be that they always knew that they never sit in Cheta Egel. That's the first reason. The second reason, he brings in the name of Rabbi Shlomo Dayan Shlita from Yerushalayim, from Harnof, that writes that those who put earrings on their ear was in order to protect them, that if they had children, Chas Shalom, that passed away, in order to protect them, that no other children should pass away. Doesn't know why. I What's the Kesher? But it would protect them against some type of Ainara. And the truth is, 
And the truth is that there are those who wear a red string and that red string seems to protect them from Ainara. And there's a source to this in Masechet Shabbat, the Gemara says, Mike Sharim Kishurei Poa. Rashi, Koshrim Bikshanim Vitolim Bitsavari Rifua. Some people for Rifua, they put a string around their neck, and the Gemara says, Amar Abaye. Abaye says, Amrali M, my mother told me. Tlata Mukmi. They put, they put, um, it, it makes sure that it stops the sickness from passing. Chamisha Masu. Five of them actually heal it. Seven of them, even for kshafim, even for um, even for uh, for sicknesses, it help. And the aruch writes, what does pua means? Is that they they paint it? Listen to this, rabotai. They paint it in red and they make ksharim. So you see from over here that they're from the aruch, which was one of the rishonim that they used to paint strings red and hang it on people in order to protect them from ainara. So there's all types of ways how they did it then. But you see something that has to do uh, with, with, with the red string. We're going to stop now and continue a little bit in two seconds, Rabotai. Okay, go ahead. Okay, and Rabotai, I wanted to mention that some, this is the second reason. So the second reason is, Lualenu, somebody who lost a child, they, they put this, uh, this, uh, uh, this ring. And it could be, I, I, I suggested, some type of Ainara, like we saw that it, it helped people that had Ainara regarding wearing a string and whatever else. While we're on this topic, I want to mention two other segulot for lo alenu, people who lost their children, what they would do. Not only two, two actually more than two. Rabbi David Ovadia from Sofro Nahagua Am writes in Shonot Ottet, there are some who, what they would do as a segulot, that their other child should live. Beshem the Gaon from Vilna, he has this, this, uh, this tradition that they would call the next child on the name of the child that was Niftar and add on a name. So he says, for example, his father mentioned to him that that they had a, a son called Misod, and he was, uh, and Lualenu, he died, and after he was born himself, they added on the name David Misod. So he's not Gua Amr, David Ovadia, David Misod, he's saying this about himself, I believe. The second sigula from the Noeg Bechokhmah, we mentioned the sefer beforehand, Erech Sigula Ot Aleph writes that somebody whose children died, uh, whose child died, the next child, they would take an earthen pot broken and they would make sure that when a child gets, uh, is, is, uh, is, is born, the child is born in this half broken earthen pot. He says he doesn't know why it works, but it works. He says he doesn't know why it works. He says like this, um, it's called in Arabic Tasora. And they would call and they would and, and they would know that this child is always they would call him Tasor. Whoever was born like this, they knew that he was born out of such a thing and it's a pele, how it works, but uh, uh but but it would work. Now, a few other sigulot, the Noeg Bechokhmah brings over there, and this is known. This is a known sigula that somebody Lualinu had children who died. The next child would be born. He would sell the child to the Hevra Kadisha for this and this amount of money. And they wait till he gets to marriageable age. And then he would buy them back. Nagua Am also writes this in Ot Yud. It's a famous Minag what they would do. They would actually, they come to the Hevra Kadisha. And Hevra Kadisha agrees up until five years old to buy his clothing or whatever else. 
and and uh, at the end of five years old, they buy him fancy clothing, which they called lechsava delchmas shenin. Okay, a, a a clothing for a five year old, and that's like now they didn't wait till he gets married. That is, that means they they kind of buy him back. So this was a minhag that was quite known in Morocco. Another minhag that they would do is that then this was known in Teiman. They would uh, they would. Uh, they would call the child the father's name. They would call the child, like Junior. <laughs> if his name was Yitzchak, they'd call the, the child Yitzchak. Noeg b'chokhma in Hilchot Kriyat Shem Odalid also writes very similar that this was the minhag, that they would, uh, that they would, um, that, that people would call in their, in their father's name. So it's, it's fascinating. People ask me all the time, are you allowed to name for the living? I said sometimes in the time of the Gemara already and sometimes uh, in recent minhagim they would name for, for, for the living as well. So, it, it, it's it, it, for for the for the parents' name as well. All the more so, all the more so. So that is the second reason, and the third reason. So and once again, that is another sigula for uh, uh, for making sure that children don't die. So we said so far, those who wore rings on their ears. Number one was to show that they didn't sin in chet egel. Number two was to protect them if chas v'shalom uh, a child died, and number three. And this is brought down in the name of Shmuel, of Shmuel Toledano, the rabbi of Rishon Etzion. He's, uh, he, 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 he said this reason that he heard in his family, he knows that if they had a child that was very beautiful, they put an earring on to protect from Ainara. They put an earring on because somehow it looks a little weird and funny. People are not going to say this is a beautiful child. He has a whole earring. It doesn't look, it doesn't look so normal. So it's to protect him from Ainara, which is similar to the second reason, I think, because the second reason in order to protect from a child dying was also because of Ainara. So this is also because of Ainara. So it's, uh, and it, it seems to be that this was a common fam, uh, custom also by the, fa- the Abu Khatsera family in, the, in, in that region of Morocco, that in order to protect from, uh, from Ainara, if the child is beautiful, that's why they would, they would wear this earring. So, I even have a picture of it, of some of these people that they, they wear earrings, and if you ever see them wear, these families wear earrings, you know, number one, it's because of Cheta Egel, that they had that tradition, or number two, it could be, like we mentioned, because Lo Aleinu, they had, uh, there was a loss in the family, which is not so common nowadays. And number three, to protect from Ainara, which has sources as well by the Teimanim, they would also make them wear all types of, uh, of, of copper things around them, which is, uh, thinking from seven different people. These have to do with traditions of how to protect from Ainara. I don't know these things. I'm just telling you that there are sources even from the Gemara for a red string. So, we shouldn't uh, take any minhag Yisrael lightly. If something you know is coming from superstition, you definitely don't have to do it. Superstition is not our thing. But if it's something that a, a family has a tradition, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing sources from these different, uh, from these different, uh, uh, from these different rabbanim that it seems to be that it was, uh, 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 that it's okay. I just want to mention that That the Sefer Maim Nishmat Chaim Rabbi Chaim Misas, who was the father of Rabbi Yosef Misas, he was also the Rav of Rabbi Baruch Toledano in Parashat Bishalach, actually brings down from uh, uh, from Vesimbe Oznei Yeshua Ktozot Basefer Vesimbe Oznei Yeshua. He brings from his son Rabbi Yosef Misas that the old the kings what they used to do is that they used to put earrings on the on the ears for kavod. And he says, maybe because of this reason, whoever 
won in a war, they put on earrings as well to remember that. So there was a minhag of wearing earrings. We mentioned different reasons, and we know for a fact that people said because of cheta uh, egel, but there's other reasons as well. So it's uh, fascinating to explore this uh, this facet of minhag Israel that I don't think is spoken about so much. Chazaku baruch. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.